Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Sacred Video Vault. This is your boy, Eddie. Uh, I am going a little solo today. Uh, our good friend JB is actually on his honeymoon at the moment. Uh, but, you know, he you know uh, left me with the keys to open up. Uh, so hopefully I don't accidentally, you know, forget to lock up later. Um, I'm very, very, very nervous being alone here. Uh, it is loud and echoey. Uh, so... I decided to bring in our good friend Caleb Bailey uh, to keep me company while we talk about the Royal Rumble. Caleb, why don't you give everybody at home a quick hello. How you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Hope you're having a good week so far. Uh, I hope they are as well. I mean, I am. <laughs> That's for sure. And I'm glad to have you back, Caleb. It's been a long time. Uh, and we're just, we're just going to talk a little about the Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, uh, one of the big four, well, now big fives uh, that they're having because uh, the money in the bank is technically one. Um, but yeah, Caleb, uh, just, yeah, quick, I guess, how have you been though? Let's, before we get in that, let's, uh, let's talk a little, let's just shoot the shit a little bit. How have you been? Like what's been going on in your life? Um, nothing much, man. Uh, last time we talked, it was right before Clash of Champions. Um, I was getting ready to go on a cruise, uh, before Christmas break cause I, you know, I teach and, uh, it was pretty fun. The cruise is pretty fun. And then it's just been a good start to this, the, the spring semester and I'm already ready for summer vacation. So, oh, hells yeah, dude. Alrighty, yeah, it's January. Uh, so you know you have a little bit more to go. When did your when did your summer break start? I'm always uh, just curious about that. Um, last week of May, or our last day is May 22nd. So. Oh, awesome! Memorial Day is the first day of summer break. Oh, awesome! Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm from as you know, I'm from New York, so our our spring our summer break would start in like. June 29th so I guess if you got only to wait till May then you know you don't have to worry too much about January yeah January was always like oh no we got six more months of this so you know it is what it is um cool wait actually what do you teach I have I actually never asked that I teach uh freshman English at my high school the high school I actually graduated from hey that's cool man holy cow I love I mean shit I love English just teaching like Romeo and Juliet and I'll get all the stuff yeah that kind of stuff you know Romeo and Juliet and Pretty much all that stuff, trying to get ready for testing and stuff like that. Yeah, that sounds cool, man. I appreciate that. I, I just appreciate that. I love English stuff. That's just me. Um, cool, man. Well, we got you here. I'm gonna take a little bit more, a little bit of your time, uh, because we want to talk about this splendid pay per view that took place on Sunday. Um, and I just want to. We're just gonna go down the line and just uh, we're just gonna just gonna wrap it. We're just gonna wrap through. Does that sound good? Yeah, it sounds good, man. All right, so we're going to start off. We got, uh, do you even want to talk about the pre-show, or do you just want to go straight into the main card? Um, if we talk about anything on the pre-show, I think I want to hit on the revival. Yeah, let's go for it. Because it confuses me that they, after what happened on Raw 25, you know, they, they, they were put into the Ascension spot, which is what happened uh, a few years ago. They got beat up by all the legends right. because they were doing the whole Legion of Doom thing. And now... The revival seems to be. It, it just it hurts me so bad because not a year ago they were considered one of the two best teams in the world. Oh, they're top guys. And 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 now they, you know, they beat and, and they've been put into this position. And I want the revival to be so good so badly, but I didn't expect them to win this match because I thought Gallows and Anderson we're going to, I thought Alex, Gallows and Anderson were going to win because I think they want to go full in on the Balor Club, and I don't think they just want to go on Finn Balor. They want to go well, in on the actual Club. Balor Club, right. So 
So I think them winning would have made a lot more sense. But now I don't know what they're going to go with the title with the title picture, especially with what happened with the Raw title picture later on in the show. Right. So I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, the revival, you know, confuses me. It confuddles me, um, especially because revival isn't just so good, but they they also like because they harken back to like that old school style. They're so like they're not. They're they're nothing that Vince doesn't like, and they're nothing that they're they're just they're just good at what they do. You know, what I mean, they're good wrestlers, and also they're solidly a solid tag team, and they're not like they're not like over the top. Right? There's really nothing to make fun of the revival, or even to even try to bury the revival about. I couldn't even imagine making the revival a joke. You know, like during a Halloween episode, like they even did with Anderson and Gallows. You know what I mean? Um, I think yeah, there's like you said, there's nothing that they that Vince shouldn't like about them. They're they're smash mouth in your face. You know, harking back to the grand. I mean, they're 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 a badass tag team that would have fit perfectly in the in in the Attitude Era. Mm -hmm. And I just don't understand why they wouldn't want them to be a lot better. But now maybe this is kind of like okay, you you got your comeuppance, you got your. You know, you were humbled at Raw 25, and may, now maybe they may, they may bring them back down to earth a little bit because that won't, maybe it just got into their head that we're the best team in the world. You know, yeah, I don't. I, I, again, I don't know. Um, all I know is there's two types of things that either are going to happen. One, the Royals is going to be buried for the rest of our lives, and we're just going to have to dig them out of a hole, and we as the fans are going to have to do it. Or B, this is the WWE going. We're going to owe you one real bad here. Um, because the WWE, because the revival is still, isn't just going like, oh, we, um, we lost. They're like, no, it took five old guys to like put us down. You know what I mean? So hopefully, you know, with that logic in mind, the revival, uh, you know, is treated like a, oh yeah, they didn't get, they didn't just get squashed. They got beat up by like nine people and you know what I mean? And, like, an episode of Raw that, like, no one really, like, cared about. You know what I mean? So, hopefully, um, hopefully the Revival's able to pick themselves back up. I hope. I mean, let's be real. They would do better on SmackDown. Just me. Yeah. I mean, I think any tag team would be better on SmackDown. I agree with that. That's I mean, just... they, they freaking got Slater and Rhino, the WWE SmackDown tag team champions. I mean, any tag team is better on SmackDown. Um, I mean, the Revival versus the Usos, that would be an amazing match to watch. Yeah. Oh, hands down. I would, I would like to see them, I would like to see them push Revival New Day again, because we never really got to see that, because, you know, New Day against Revival got hurt right after they debuted. That's right, uh, that's right. Yeah. Kofi Kingston, uh, what did he do? He, like, just, like, sprained he his ankle up, and then he also had, um, Dash Wilder, he, oh, broke uh, his jaw. Broke his jaw. Yeah. So you never really got to see that come to fruition because that's when uh, New Day went over to SmackDown. Yeah, that's right. Also, the weird thing about that match was uh, you didn't really know who the heels were because Gallows and Anderson, while they are technically faced by association, they're still kind of they're still Gallows and Anderson, so you don't really know who the face in that match was. It's, it's going to be always kind of hard to turn them face, so putting them with one of the biggest faces in the company. It's probably the best way to try and do it, but I don't know if they're going to ever be able to do it. Yeah. I think, really, all they need is just a good justification. You know what I mean? They just need to go... They just need to go... Because, uh, you know, people like Chad too bad. 
and, and uh, I forget his other character. But, uh, you know what I mean, Southpaw? Like, they're loved in yeah, Southpaw. Yeah, they, they, they love that stuff. And they're like indie, they're indie darlings, even though Gallows did start off in WWE, but they are indie darlings. They're, it's easy to turn them. They just gotta, you just gotta give them the proper, you just gotta make sure that they are properly announced as, like, the face. You know what I mean? Uh, that's the, we'll, we'll, we'll probably end up talking a lot more about these two teams in a future podcast, uh, cause I am very intrigued by what's going on with them, uh, down the line. So that's just, that's just me. Um, cool. So the main card. So we're going to start, uh, we're going to talk a little about AJ Styles, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, uh, WWE championship. What did you think of this matchup? Um, I was a little confused why it went on first, but then I looked at the rest of the card. I'm like, okay, I can see why they put it on first, especially with what they did with Zayn later on in the Rumble. So it gave him, well, I didn't give him much of a break, but, you, you know, you, he had that break in between the one match in the Rumble and he went out there at number 10. Um, I, I'm a little disappointed that, the, that Shane and... Daniel weren't more involved or weren't involved with the finish pretty much at all. Right. But it's a pretty obvious setup that you're going to see a rematch. Either it's between Styles and Owens or Styles and Zayn, or they do this same exact match or do a triple threat match before Mania because, you know, you know I, even when Zayn or Zayn tried to tag in Owens, and I could you could clearly see that they did not tag. No. And then uh, – Styles rolls him up and wins the match. I was like, he wasn't a legal man. They're gonna they're gonna do a whole okay. deal off of that. I, I I personally when I saw that he rolled him up and he wasn't a legal man, I was like, oh, Shane's coming out or Daniel's coming out. Neither one of them came out. I was like, ah, eh. that was a weird ending, but okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think uh, I agree with that. Um, the hard part about having authorities just for me is that we always are gonna have that. Like, it is weird that the authority figure didn't come out, right? But then we yeah. also always kind of complain when the authority gets too hard into it, you know? So it's like, yeah, they put them, put themselves in this weird spot. They just are, for some reason, refusing to pull the trigger on whatever it is their endgame is here. Because I couldn't even tell you what Kevin, like, I couldn't tell you what Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's, uh, you know, endgame is at Mania at this point. You know, whenever I have, like, whenever I have certain people who I'm like, what the hell is this person supposed to do at Mania now? You know, in my head, then I'm always a little confused. So... Well yeah, I, I think it would have. I, I know some people don't like when the authority gets too much involved in a feud or a match, but it would have made sense for one of them to or both of them to come out because this feud has been about Shane and Daniel, not AJ and Owens and Zayn. right, not even close to it. I mean, even though uh, you know, strategically enough, they have included all the game, all the players that have made the biggest impact on SmackDown. And that's, this is what I do love this storyline because. You had AJ and Shane last year. Like it started with AJ. Last year started AJ and Shane, right? Like the Rumble and all that other stuff. Then it transitioned into Kevin Owens and AJ, uh, and Sam and Sammy. Then it went to Kevin and AJ and Shane, and then it became Shane and Kevin, and then Kevin and Shane, Sammy, and now it's AJ and Kevin again. It went Sammy again. Like it's just been it's been a solid story over a year that's been told kind of subtly and not so subtly. But that being said. Um, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. It's just what would have been, I think we, I think the, the main thing, I wouldn't have a problem with one of them coming out. I think as long as one of the, uh, triggers were pulled, you know what I mean? 
Because it could have just been Daniel Bryan doing the same thing. Oh, I'm going to restart the match. And then Shane going, no, we're good. You know, like, and then it's just, like, what is there again? And I don't think they even... Yeah. It, it was a weird ending because it felt like it needed that because even after the, the bell rang and AJ was holding up the title, you could hear kind of the crowd was like, um, that yeah. was weird. Okay, what? What's? Where's Daniel? Where's Shane? What's going on? Yeah. And he just kind of walked to his music hit and he walked off. We were like, oh, okay, next match. Yeah, and on top of that, you know, we were it's always weird to start up you you know you're right it was weird and especially in the grand scheme of the actual card it is always weird to have an episode uh, a pay-per-view start off with a wwe championship match um yeah. wd championship universal championship doesn't matter it still is weird uh you could have definitely put the usos and gable in that slot too which i mean we can talk i mean if you if you want to talk a little bit more about this match we can go straight to that one now um up to you yeah, yeah, that's that, that's fine because I mean, there's not much else there's you can say about really Styles and Owens today. I personally was hoping Sammy and Kevin would win just because I was interested to see how that turned out. But yeah. uh, that being said, what can you do? Um, great. So we got the Usos versus Chad Gable and uh, well, American Alpha 2.0. Um, we'll go with that. Uh, your thoughts? Um, I had picked Benjamin Gable to win this match because I wanted the feud to go on a little bit longer. Yeah, but I'm. Also surprised that the Usos didn't lose their titles because of what happened with Jimmy over the week. Yeah. And he got pressed for DUI, and I was like, oh, okay, WWE, that's a big no-no. They're going to lose the titles. Right. But they didn't, and I was it's a little surprised. I see some people were upset that, oh, they're celebrating DUI and drinking and driving because they let them have the titles. I was like, come on. That's not what they're doing. Yeah. They're, trying, they're still trying to build a show. They're, you know, they're lo- we're lucky we even got the match. Yeah. And also, that DUI is on a point, because I looked into it a little bit more. Um, He got busted in Arizona. Notoriously, notoriously bad state for um, that. His bond was, I think, $500, which means he wasn't really that drunk. He probably wasn't even, like, on the meter, but it just was like, they got to do a bust. Like, you got to have a quota. It was probably more of a zero tolerance thing than anything. Yeah, they probably don't have a legal limit. That's probably all it was. Yeah, he. It didn't seem like he because they would have addressed it too. And also on top of that, they have the whole Enzo thing that they got to worry about. They don't also need to lose Jey Uso about this yeah. too. And you know the Usos have also been around for so long with such little, you know, drama that I think yeah. they were kind of like we'll let this one slide. And especially because again, it's SmackDown. So SmackDown is pretty much. Like, as long as Vince isn't, like, keeping his hand all over the product, I don't think they mind as much. But if it was Raw, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If Vince was, like, right there, oh, totally, he would be in a little bit more trouble. But I think, yeah. you know, SmackDown is a, is a land of opportunity, a.k.a. Vince McMahon isn't paying as much attention. So he's not even there. So I don't think they – he's probably not even aware of the DUI, to be honest. Um, he may not be. But, um, you know, I think – but just going back to the match, going back to the match, I, I thought it was quite a good match. Um, I also had my money on Gable and Benjamin. Um, I hope that they eventually pop off to becoming something great because I think Chad Gable is long overdue. And I think they are really the only tag team at this moment that can really hang with them. Um, yeah, it was a great match. And for it to end 2-0, you would think that the team that lost 2-0 was, going, was getting buried. But the way it ended, it was kind of like that was. It was a little weird how it ended because they didn't even 
They didn't even hit the big, you know, splash. They never even hit that. Yeah, they never hit that big. They the, the expectations. The second fall was like a roll up or something like wasn't it? Huh? The second fall was like a schoolboy or a roll up. Or yeah, something like yeah. That. It was kind of funny because the because the the championship match ended the the WWE championship match ended with the exact same move. Um. But I think it's really funny, you know, it's like, yeah, it just they like, pulled the rug out from under us. Uh, the expectation was, you know, this is going to go on until three, and then maybe Benjamin Gable will win, or the Usos will pull one out. So for them to subvert the expectation really is a lot of fun for future matches, you know what I mean? It sets a precedent for future matches, because now you can go, oh, at this, you know, now every two out of three falls match can end like that, too, you know what I mean? So I'm a fan, I was personally a fan of it. Um... And you know that they, more than likely, they're going to throw one more bone at Benjamin and Gable because they know that they can have that great match. You know what I mean? Like, they, they definitely uh, are setting up for something else in the future uh, to end it like that. Yeah, I definitely think that... I think this feud goes to Mania. Maybe we even have a title change between now and Mania, but we may not. Because I think if they're going... To me, if they're going to give them the titles... It has to wait till Mania, yeah. but these, because the, these two teams can talk. You, you know, you know the Usos yeah. are great on the mic. Um, I can't remember how Benjamin was on the mic, but I mean, Chad Gable's not that bad. So I think these two can really build a feud without even ever touching each other again. Oh yeah, I love it. I mean, uh, the Usos by far. You know, I was watching the Usos. I was uh, very. I'm just gonna admit, I was very stoned watching the Usos one day, um, and. I was like, the reason why I love the Usos so much is because they remind me of like so many of just like, you know, being from the Bronx and stuff, know so many of my friends from high school. You know what I mean? Like, Jimmy kind of comes out, and no, Jay comes out, and he's like kind of like the slick old, he's kind of like the slick brother, you know what I mean? Like, he's the one that's like, and then Jay is the insane one, you know? But you're kind of like, Yo, those two, these two guys are cool. Like, you know, you got the, you got the crazy brother, and you have like the, the smooth talking brother. You know what I mean? But these are guys that like I actually had seen in my real life, who, you know, would be like, Yo, what up, man? And it's like, Yo, man, we're gonna tell you what we gonna do. What we gonna do, bro? And it's like, it's fun. You know, yeah. it's like the Yin Yang Twins. One's the hype man, and one's the guy that can that should be doing all the talking. So yeah. And then what's great about them is they subvert that because then they switch it midway through their promos. They go, one's the hype man, one's the other one, and then midway through, Jimmy will go into crazy mode, and then Jay will be like, "What are we gonna do, bro?" He's like, "I'll tell you what we gonna do," and it's just like it's insane. But I was I was thinking about that, and I was like, these guys, these guys, I don't know who decided that they. I don't know how they pulled this off. Like, you know what I mean? The Usos have been around, what, 10 years now? And they have this, they're just such a revelation, and I love them so much, and I just wish them all the goddamn best. I, I mean, this is, imagine if Roman Reigns could be like the, could be like his cousins. I mean, he would be the most over guy in the damn company. If he had discovered this persona before they did, he would be so over. And I think like that, because he's probably like them. A lot because he, you know, he grew up around them. So you know, it'd be kind of funny to see how he kind of really is in real life. You know what I mean? I don't know, but uh, I, I just, I, I have a lot of fun with that team. So that's that's just me. Um, it, it was a, it was a good match. It, it, I wouldn't say usually I would say Usos is the match of the night. I wouldn't say it's the match of the night, but it was a good match. It, this it was, was a good, yeah, this was not a match of the night. But you know what? We certainly right as of now we have. We have two matches so far, and both of them have uh, solid Bs, and that's a great way to start a Easily, easily. 
You know what I mean? Like, if your pay-per-view starts off with a B, it's either two things. One, it's going to go way downhill, or it's going to be amazing. And luckily for us, uh rest of this pay-per-view, in my opinion, except for one match that we'll talk about later, but uh, was not as good. But um, in my opinion, the rest of this pay-per-view just goes up from here. Um, so, we got the men's rumble. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I was a little upset that the men's rumble was this early because I had a Royal Rumble pool um, that I thought I had time to make it to. I thought I was going to start at 9, and it turned out it started at 8. And I would have won about $200,000, and I said I made no money. Um, but that being, that was just a personal story. Um, that being said, the Royal Rumble starts at 8. Insane that it started this early. Um, well, uh, but well, makes sense. I didn't know, I didn't realize that the women's rub, the women's rumble is going to be the main event. I should have known it was going to be because it's the first women's rubble. Right. But I didn't know the men's. I, I didn't know that was going to be the main event until like halfway through. I was like, oh, that's why this match is going on this early. But still, I think it was a little too early. I still think you could have had the next title match, or even like throw a weird promo match, or or something, some kind of weird promo or whatever you want to do yeah. and then have this match because I still think an hour into the show is really too early for the Rumble. Yeah, but, you, but you know what the issue because I agree. I agree 100%. The issue I believe is that again, the champion, the universe champion is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And I think what should have, you know, what should have happened is should have been, you know, okay, you had the WWE Championship match, SmackDown Tag Team Champion match, right? Okay. Then you have the WWE, the Raw Tag Team Champions, and the Universal Championship. Great. But because the champion is Brock Lesnar, you know Brock Lesnar ain't going to go on at 8 o'clock. So they had to kind of finagle themselves around. Had it been like another person as Universal Champion, this is just me throwing beef at Brock Lesnar because I can. Um, because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a man behind a microphone and not an actual wrestler. Um, I think Brock Lesnar finagled himself into like that that 9.30 time slot as early, he yeah. was, you know what I mean? He was like, I'm still Brock Lesnar, so I'm going to go as late as I possibly can. Um, yeah. so he probably doesn't show up to the arena until the show actually kicks off. Yeah, he probably shows up at like 8.30. And it's like, Brock, you have to go up now. And he goes, Brock, eat meat. And it's like, all right. Um, <laughs> I just assume Brock Lesnar just is just eats steaks <laughs> all day. Um, just, <laughs> just like a steak comes out of his mouth. Um, does not chew his food. Um, yeah, so I agree. I think it should have been... Because, yeah, usually it is all the matches and the Rumble. Um, or, you know, you could have had the Raw smack... The Raw Tag Team... Actually, you could have the Raw Tag Team Championship come in. No, you you know what, though? In my opinion, you needed the Raw Tag Team Championship to happen after the Rumble. And I'll get into that later. Um, but we'll just talk about the Rumble. Yes, you're right. It was too early. Um, yeah, you could have just thrown in a Cruiserweight match somewhere, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that being said, so we got the Raw Tag Team, we got the Royal Rumble, um, you start off Rusev and Balor, uh, Balor eventually going as the, uh, you know, the Iron Man, but who is your favorite to win? Okay, well, I picked Daniel Bryan to win, not knowing he wasn't going to show up, but I think a lot of people really truly thought he was going to show up, and if he was in the match, he was going to win. Yes, I agree. However... If he, I, I even said this to myself. If Daniel Bryan doesn't show up, Nakamura was should have been the rightful winner. Yes. So I, I, I'm not surprised that he won, and I'm glad that he won. So I, I, I was a little scared. I thought Roman was going to pull it off. I was, I was, I was not 
I was not happy. You know, he was in the final two again. And I, and I will say this. I don't know if you know this or not. This is the fifth year in a row Roman has been in the final three or better. That's right. No, I did know that. Um, yes, even from his debut, uh, Batiste, with Batista's victory, it was Roman versus Batista. Uh, before that, it was Roman's vi- After that, it was Roman's victory. After that, he gets eliminated by Triple H, and it becomes Dean Ambrose and Triple H. Last year, Randy Orton eliminates him. This year, he's the top five. Uh, he's the uh, top two. That's right. Roman Reigns has made it to the top two of the Rumble. Uh, either the three, the third, or the second of the Rumble every single year since 2013. And that's nutballs. Um, I uh, am very shocked by that. I'm not, I'm sort of shocked, but I'm not shocked. Does that make sense? Because if Roman Reigns had been eliminated earlier, I think it would have taken away from that Nakamura victory a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, that sweetness, the the juice of the Nakamura victory. The idea I think he could have eliminated Cena and it would have been fine, but I think people, I see what you're saying is people were like, yeah, he eliminated Roman, fuck you Roman, type thing. Yeah, and there's also another situation with that, that this is the main problem though. Um, here's, here's the re- I Here's the reason why Roman Reigns, I think, got over number two this time. Um, remember back, remember, uh, excuse me, remember back in the day of the original Grand Splits, um, if you number one and number two always headline WrestleMania, you know what I mean? The winner and the runner-up, uh, Batista and John Cena, uh, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, um, Sheamus and Chris Jericho. Uh, so. You know, this is just a sign that he's still manning and ending WrestleMania. He's just going to do it a different way. Uh, and that's just the unfortunate truth. They just went back to that way of doing it. Granted, I do, this has nothing to do with the original, you know, the fact that he's been doing it for five years uh, in a row. But it is quite insane. Um, my money, personally, though, I will say was on Balor. Um, I don't know why. I just got into my head that, you know, he would go... Like, I just really like that, that, that's, that theory that WWE would have, like, this theory... So there's this plan going around that he would defect to SmackDown and he'd bring the yeah. club with him and then it would be AJ versus the club. And I thought that would be an amazing storyline. Um, and I thought it would be Nakamura versus Orton. I thought they were really going to go into that storyline. Because now Orton has nothing to do. Um, but I am so happy that Nakamura won. I mean, you know, everybody that I was with had a, had a meltdown. Uh, there was crying. There was actual crying. Because I think, yeah, this dude cried. Um, I mean, they're, they're happy that Roman didn't win, basically. Yeah, you know, and also, just, it's so good to see that, like, WWE is actually on all in on Nakamura, you know? Um, he really deserves it, and I, he, you know, you really could build an entire brand around him. And on top of that, uh, it really, this is the moment that he should, he look, he just scratch the whole SummerSlam angle with, you know, Mahal, scratch the whole Mahal storyline, if they had just built him up just a little better beforehand, then him winning the Rumble would have been like a no-brainer, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's just, they really, really, no joke, they really banked on the fact that he was just that popular from day one. Um, because he's taken a lot of losses recently, too. That's the other thing. Nakamura has not won a lot of matches recently. Uh, he yeah. lost in the first round of the Mixed Max Challenge, my dude. Um, so it's just kind of like, Man, Nakamura is just, is just you got to give it up to the guy. He is undeniably the most popular guy in the WWE because anybody else at this point would have just been buried. Um, like, you know, yeah. But, I mean, good Lord, thank God for Nakamura. Um, 
Let's see what else happens in the Rumble. We got the Kofi Kingston spot, which was more humorous than it was impressive. Athletic. Yeah, it was, it was, that was funny. That, was, uh, that funny. was that was hilarious, and I knew it was only a matter of time before someone exploited, okay, I can just hop around on one foot if only one foot touches. Yeah, and I can put pancakes on the other one. You know, it's like that's that's so that's so smart. Of course someone is going to exploit that at some point. Um, Kofi's just the best at the Rumble, I guess, is – he needs to just win this at some point. Do you think they'll ever just give Kofi a win? I wonder. No, I, honestly, I, I think if he wasn't, if he didn't win it, you know, back in 2009, 2010, he's not going to win it. Yeah, probably not. No. And that's he's probably to this point. Um, I love the spot. Baron Corbin, I think they can really build something off of what he did in the Rumble, just destroyed everyone, just took everyone out. Yeah. And for like a good minute and a half, there was just people laying on the floor. Yeah, he, he knocked out. He legitimately knocked out everybody. Um, what what really I hope happens with him is I hope this leads to a feud with Rusev of some sort. Um, yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun. Rusev Day going up against Corbin. Um, yeah, Corbin was made to look like a destructive monster, which, you know, is great because it harkens back to his most successful time period, which was last year after he destroyed Dean Ambrose during the Elimination Chamber. Mm. And... I don't know. I mean, what do you think is going to happen with Corbin this year? Do you think he's going to really finally explode, or do you think he's going to kind of just settle back into mediocrity? I don't know yet. I think, I think this year he will. I think he could easily win the Money in the Bank this year. What do you think he's going to do? He should. I think he should be. I think he should win it again and just cash in immediately. You think he's going to do the second two timer? Yeah, I think he should cash. He should win and cash in immediately. He should because he. I don't know. They handled his. They handled it very badly, Poor but guy. he also handled himself very badly because the way you know he got into an argument with a soldier on Twitter, and you don't do that if you're in the WWE. Yeah, that's what happened. And he was like, once he did that, he's like, crap, I'm true. And yeah, that's no. what happened. I mean, he did get the United States title and had a good two month reign with it, but that's all that came out of him for the rest of the year. He, but he was on the verge of being the WWE champion. He was going to be champion. Oh, he could have been champion. He. Could have dethroned Jinder Hall and saved us all a lot of trouble. Um, yeah. And instead, uh, he really did not. Um, yeah, it is weird when you think about, when you do think about what is going on with Baron Corbin. He really was like the apex for a little bit. Now he's kind of like floundering a bit. But I do like this whole like he snapped kind of thing. Um, I think that is going to make all the difference. How does he play this I'm actually snapping sort of storyline? You know, how well is he willing to play that? If uh, if he can really dig into that role, then he's going to be a solid player on SmackDown for... He could be... Yeah, he could be the WWE champion. All he's got to do is... I mean, you know, it'd be pretty fitting if he took it from Nakamura. You know, if like, if he just... You know, him and Nakamura have a lot of good beefs, so... I think that'd be a great storyline. That's what I like about SmackDown. A lot of these guys have enough beef at this point that you could just throw any of them into a storyline with one another, and it would still work out, just as long as they're the same match over and over again. Definitely. Um, uh, I would uh, like to say my favorite part of the Rumble, aside from Nakamura winning, oh my god, remember when Finn Balor coup de grade Nakamura? In the face. In the oh, face. That was legitimately a botch. I was like, oh my god. He, he, I was like, he killed him. I, he's like, he's, I thought he sounded like, oh my god, Nakamura's jaw is broken. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, that was sick. No, but I think he, I think Balor could only do that to a guy like Nakamura because he knows Nakamura could take that hit. 
Because yeah. Nakamura dishes out punishment, but he can take a hit like a like a monster too. So it's like he's the, the Japanese strong style, so he knows how to take those kind of. Oh yeah! Uh, oh hell yeah! And Jesus Christ! But that was insane. The elevation that Balor had to hit that move. I mean, it's a shame that they don't. Uh, I got I got so many thoughts on Finn Balor. It's just it's a lot. Um, great. What would you rate this match, by the way? What would you give it? Um, it's not one of the best Royal Rumbles I've ever seen because it going on in the middle of the show kind of didn't give it a whole bunch of appeal. Yeah. But I would definitely give it a four out of five. Yeah, I would give it about the same, maybe a 4.5, only because I want to give it the benefit of this is probably the best Rumble we've seen in about five years. Definitely. Um, I would say the only feeling I've had... The closest I felt to Nakamura actually, to Nakamura winning, was when I thought Ambrose was going to win in 2014. When I yeah. thought he was going to win in 2014, and it was this him in versus Triple H, and I was like, I like this Rumble a lot. But then he lost, and then it was like, ah, oh, fuck this Rumble. Um, but yes, I would say 4, 4. Point, ah, 4.2. Solidly the best Rumble that we've seen in about five, six years. And in Philadelphia, to have a pop that big in Philadelphia means it was successful. Um, yeah. and hopefully they can just build off. They just, this is, this is their way of saying, you know, we just gotta, we just gotta keep going. You know, we gotta keep acting like this. Um, and, and they didn't rely too much on surprises because no. I was legitimately surprised to see Andrade Cien Almas. Which I, I was really surprised. I did not expect that at all. I was really surprised to see Adam Cole. Baby. I, 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 I was shocked to see the hurricane, I was like, what the hell? This guy is fat, but this is awesome. Yeah. I was my fifteen year old self was like, Yes, this is amazing. I love I, I love the hurricane. I love superheroes. And the best and then yeah. Rey Mysterio. That wasn't as surprising. No. But it was still awesome to see. Yeah, you know, the amazing thing about the, what I loved about that was Rey Mysterio also remember last time Rey Mysterio was in the Rumble, that was Philly in two thousand fourteen and he was booed out the building. He was number thirty, wasn't he? He was number thirty. Everybody thought it was gonna be Dan O'Brien. It was Rey Mysterio, and everyone hated. And for some reason, everybody just hated Rey Mysterio. And for him to come back four years later and get that reaction in the same city, I just thought that was beautiful. Uh, I, he looks smooth. I mean, for being forty, he looked amazing. He still looks great. Yeah, that man. I remember, my friend Nick was going. That man is forty. Like, and we were like, what? And like everybody around who wasn't like really wrestling fans, were just, who were just watching, we're like, what? He's like, yeah, that man is. 40 years old, and it's just like... He's still killing it. He looks like a missile. He actually looks like a missile now. It's insane. Um, cool. So, over... Uh, and, and the one thing I want to... Last the one yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Get that is the, the three versus three. Roman, Nakamura, Balor, Orton, Cena, Rey Mysterio. That was amazing. I was like... Oh, that this was is such like a perfect great moment. Aggression versus PG era, new era, whatever you want to call it. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. No, totally. And to think, and you know, that those guys have had a lot of history. Like, all three of those guys have a lot of history. And Balor, Nakamura, Shins, hey, Balor, Nakamura, Roman are going to have a lot of great matches. Like, just that idea, too, you know? Um, you're right. That I part was amazing. Former champions, and one's going to, going to be a champion sometime this year, if not at Mania. Yeah. That, you that, have, I think that's perfect. Wait, you have, no, you have five. You have five uh, world champions. Did you say four or five? 
Well, I was saying, the, I was talking about those those two. I was talking about Nakamura and Balor, Nakamura or Balor and Reigns are former champions. Oh, former. Nakamura, I thought you said there were four champions so, in there. Five of those six. Five of those six in the ring are former champions, and three of them are definite Hall of Famers. Oh, yeah, so. totally. I think everybody in that ring that we looked at are about to be Hall of Famers, too. Um, and... Like I think, yeah, Roman, Balor, Shinsuke, if they just if they can keep up an upward trajectory like they currently have, uh, they will be Hall of Famers too. Uh, I hope so. That's at least that's all I can say. Um, yeah. Great, cool. Also, let's just I just want to point out one last thing. Uh, Roman Reigns took a Kinshasa like a champ. Like he yeah, took he that did. kick to the face. That was awesome because uh, he was coming back into the ring. I was like, man, that was that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the Rumble is set, matched. Loved it. Um, so now we have the Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, probably, in my opinion, the weakest match of the night um, on the main card. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree because three, well, three of the men in the match were in the Rumble. I mean, you know, granted, Sheamus was only in there for about, you know, didn't even make seconds. it really into the ring, yeah. But um, Sheamus and Rollins put on a really good performance in the Rumble and then put on a really good match. Yeah. I, it wasn't a great – obviously, I think it was the worst match on the main card too, but it still was pretty good for those three having worked a match literally right before it. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying – I'm not saying – I'm saying weakest. I'm not saying worst though. Um, oh, yeah. Because – yeah, this match is, it was a solidly fine match. Uh, I told the story. My issue with it is that we had just seen a handicap match for a championship uh, yeah. in the beginning of the show. Uh, I liked that, yeah, you had Cesaro and Seth, who had just done the Rumble. Seth won a solid, I think, 20-something minutes, too. Um, and only, oh, I just realized, this is Seth Rollins' like second Rumble. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Seth had, you know, worked a solid rumble, and then for Jason Jordan to be the one complaining the entire time, I thought that was a quite interesting thing, you know. Jason Jordan wasn't in the rumble. He was the only one that wasn't in the rumble. And yet, yeah. he's the one that wrestled the least in that match. Now, Jason Jordan is still injured. Uh, yeah. his back is all goofs. But, I liked, I thought this match was solid. I liked, I liked Seth, uh, you know, fighting against the odds. Again, it was just... We had just seen a handicap match, um, and this does set up the the official heel turn for Jordan, even though everybody already hates him yeah. anyway. Yeah, but this does set up a match. I don't know if it's going to be them two at WrestleMania because I don't think they can build those two at WrestleMania. No, but I think they can. These two can easily face each other. You know, at Elimination Chamber or even leading up to Mania. I don't know. But yeah, I think that that's definitely what's gonna happen. Yeah, um, I agree with that. I like I I really hope that there is some sort of um, build. I mean, you know, Gable and Benjamin had. I mean, Gable and uh, Jordan had a very tense showdown, like you know, stare down before their respective matches earlier mm. in the show. So I hope uh, I hope that they I hope that they uh, include that at some point. I would like to see a match between those two very soon. That's all. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Yeah, okay. So, uh, next match, I think, yeah, because that match is pretty straightforward, right? Like, I, I think I think, yeah. I, I think we kind of want to get to, I kind of personally want to get to the Women's Rumble, because uh, I do have a lot yeah. of thoughts on that. I think we're, 
going a little bit long. This match is because the thing about this rumble is that this this pay per view has so much to talk about, but it's like, damn, it's big fours, man. Um, yeah. so we got Meathead Lesnar versus Meathead Braun versus the Grill Kane. Um, I know where I was going with that. Uh, what are your thoughts on this match? Uh, it, it went pretty much how I thought it was gonna go. Uh, Strowman was gonna get his stuff in. Lesnar was gonna just get his stuff in. Get you know thrown through a table once or twice. Um, Kane was gonna show that he can still wrestle, but isn't going to. You know he'll probably be retired by the end of the year. And then he ta- and then Kane takes the pin from Lesnar. It didn't surprise me at all. I I, I picked. I, I said Lesnar was gonna beat. Uh, was gonna win the match by pinning uh, Kane. And Strowman was going to look very strong, which he did. He did look very strong, and he got back in the ring and said, "Hey, fuck you! I'm still here. I'm. I still want my title shot." And yeah, now he's moving on to the chamber. No, completely agreed. I think um, really Strowman definitely Strowman looked great, uh, and yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, if you walk into this match thinking that Kane and was going to take the pin, and Brock was going to be the one to win. Then you got exactly what you thought was going to happen, and a solidly good match. Like if you know that, if you know what's going to, if you walked in thinking anything else, you're going to be disappointed. But why are you walking in thinking anything else? You know what I mean? Like it's so, it was so obviously built to be that way. Um, yeah. Like just, it was just, it was just wrestling booking 101. And on top of that, you know, I gotta say, now that Shinsuke has won the Rumble, I'm excited for the. Uh, you know, I'm actually okay. WWE has done the impossible to me. Which is they've made me just okay with the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match, which will happen. I've been okay with it as long as they did something else, and I think Nakamura Styles is is what they need. That's to the do. match so that we want. Or Taker Cena, which isn't happening, but well, we'll see. I mean, I hope that this. You know, I gotta say it. I'm not. That's a good point. We can talk more about that in the future. Um, I am not. Sure, what's going to happen? I hope that this leads... I hope that this whole thing that's happening with Cena and Balor... Because, you know, Cena was eliminated by Balor. And then, uh, you know, a bunch of other stuff happens. Uh, we're recording... The, I'm just going to say, we're recording this on Tuesday, guys. So, you know, if you've seen Raw, then you know that there's a little bit of beef between Cena and, and Balor at the moment. And I would love to see a Cena-Balor match. At Mania. I, would see, I would see that in a heartbeat. I mean, the club is good at doing one thing and one thing only, and that's beat up John Cena. So... You know, all you gotta do is take that exact same storyline and put it to Valor, and yeah. have him finally get the win, you know get the win at Mania. If you give him that, I think everyone would be happy. That's all we want. Um, yeah. That being said, so oh man, also so Brock Lesnar really punched Braun Strowman right in the noggin, huh? Well, yeah, but Braun really need him in the head too. Yeah, but you gotta give it to here, here's the thing. Braun, I think, actually did that by accident. I don't think Braun Strowman is actually Brock Lesnar. On the other hand, Brock was pissed. He's a mean person. You know. You know. I gotta give it to Braun Strowman. If I was, uh, if I got punched in the face by Brock Lesnar, you best believe I would be like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Definitely. You can have this match. I don't care. I'm not gonna win anyway. So you can pin yeah, game. Yeah, out of the pin. I would. I would have. Braun took it very well. Braun took it not only very well, but then he just continued. Could you imagine a guy like Brock Lesnar punching the face and you still having the guts to like pick him up and throw him through a couple tables? I can't. Yeah. Braun Strowman really is a monster. He took that punch to the face. 
Um, yeah, took a punch from a former UFC heavyweight champion. Oh, his brain was still, rocked. I don't. I'm gonna throw you to the face. I'll throw you to the table. I don't care. His brain was, dude. Braun's brain was rocked. I mean, yeah. his lack, his his mullet was gone. Um, gotta give it to, gotta give it to Braun. Uh, I I like Braun a lot. Okay, so I mean, I do like Braun a lot. I hope Braun gets all that he. Uh, Ever deserves. Um, okay, so final match. All right, cracking my knuckles for this one. Um, we are talking about the women's Royal Rumble, baby. Caleb, your thoughts? Um, I loved it. I, I thought it was perfect. Um, again, we we uh, I think the Rousey spot should. I think Rousey should have came out during the match, even if not for a few minutes. And I think they could have set up a match, you know, set up a storyline with her and Asuka somehow in the match. But now it's kind of, you don't know where to go from here because you don't know what they're going to do with Ronda Rousey. Right. I, 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 I think I think it's pretty obvious that they're going to go with Rousey and as Rousey and Stephanie at WrestleMania. Or if not, a, the mixed tag match that was, mentioned, that was rumored three years ago with her and Rock, Rock. against Stephanie and Triple H. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Rousey. Yeah, you know, I'm excited to see what they do with Rousey. Um, I will say I had one complaint during the Rumble, and then I thought about about the Women's Rumble, and then I thought about it more and more. And as I did, I realized I, I, I'm a jerk for thinking this. Um, but, you know, my biggest concern with the Rumble originally was that there were so many par- so many surprises. So many surprise women that show up, you know. Uh, when you break it down, there were ten surprise entrants. Uh, actually, eleven if you count Ember Moon, but Ember Moon is fine in my book because you know she's the next team, uh, and that's why I like. To, I actually kind of want to point this out about the other Rumble too. We had two NXT debut main event debuts. We had Adam Cole and we had Andrade Cien Almas, right? And, and I think both of those are one offs. And those are one offs. They're not going to pop up again now. Um, and we had two part uh, old timers. Uh, we had uh, we had two real surprises: Rey Mysterio and the Hurricane. Right, um, so you know, it, it really was like a, a rumble that was showing the future, you know, more so than the past. Usually, we only have one NXT call up and like three former wrestlers. This time, we had two, and we had definitely Hurricane, who's a one-off, and maybe Rey Mysterio was permanent. We don't know, but it was it seemed like the rumble of the future. This is the rumble of the future. This one seemed a little bit more like they were relying a lot on women from the past. There were ten. Um, you know, we had, what did we go through? We had Lita, we had Trish Stratus, we had Michelle McCool, we had Molly Holly, Kelly Kelly, Tori Wilson, Jacqueline, uh, Vicky Guerrero, which, yeah, that counts. Um, we had, and then we had the Bellas, who are technically sort of active, so I don't give them that much. But I was surprised that Bree showed up. I wasn't surprised that Nikki showed up, but I was surprised that Bree showed up. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. But, you know, so here was my thought. I was like, oh, well, it's great that, you know, these women are here. They're taking away spots from a couple other women that could be in this, right? Uh, and then, you know, you could have brought up some NXT women. You could have used some of the women from the Mae Young Classic, right? Um, but then I realized, I was like, man, you know what? These women who are coming in as surprises from the past really deserve to be in this Rumble because they didn't get this opportunity. Like, how, like, they, like, there will be so many more women Rumbles. I think this is such a, there will be a women's Rumble every year for hopefully the rest of our lives and farther yeah. beyond, right? And this is, a lot of these women trailblazed this path and never got one of these things. 
They got battle royales that lasted three minutes, and they got you know tag team matches that on that it lasted thirty seconds. They didn't get a whole hour and a main event of one of the big four, and I think that's very. Uh, I think that's at first I thought that was problematic when I didn't think of it that way, and then when I thought of it that way, I thought this is actually really beautiful. That's really cool, um, and I was so appreciative. Except for Kelly Kelly, that girl still can't wrestle. That was horrendous. Yep. Oh man, but, that Huracurana was she's scary. Somebody who can wrestle, Michelle no, cool. back. Oh Michelle man, cool was a badass. She was, the, she was the MVP of the whole Rumble. Beast. Oh man, if it wasn't, it was either. That was the Michelle McCool, Sasha Banks, Trip, uh, Trish Stratus hour. That thing, she killed it. Most underrated wrestler, probably the most underrated female wrestler in the history of the WWE, really. I mean, yeah. that woman murdered it. Oh, man. Hey, I mean, she's what? 38? Yeah. Yeah, she's real. She's she's uh, not like Taker's age. No, not at all. She's like 20 years younger yeah. than Taker. Or like 15 or something like that. But no, Michelle McCool, like, yeah. I also reminded that I hated her outfit, though. I always hated that outfit. I don't know why. I just hated that camo kind of, like, mix of, like, camo, but there are crosses everywhere. I always felt weird. I don't know why. But uh, that being said, Michelle McCool murdered. And she, like, I remember last time I saw Michelle McCool, I thought, she doesn't look okay. Like, she looks very emaciated. But then I saw her this time around, and I was like, oh, no, Michelle McCool is just, like, She's Michelle McCool. She's the same. I don't. I don't know where we're going with that, but I. I. I totally forgot how much I like Michelle McCool, because um, you know she. Oh, and Beth Phoenix, right? Beth. Fe- Beth Phoenix killed yeah. it too. Oh, that moment with her and Natalia was amazing. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Hall of Fame this year or last year? I, I did not watch it. I did not watch it. But... Oh, Natalia was the one that inducted Beth Phoenix. Yeah, 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 yeah I know yeah, that yeah. much. Yeah. So I loved watching that, and then we all knew she was going to do it. She all knew Natalia was going to throw out. But it was nice seeing these two, like, actually having that moment. You know, it was like, oh, man, I think all these women probably felt that way. And these two just wanted to show it in real life. You know, that big old hug. And, like, I appreciate you so much. Um, Asuka winning. Your thoughts on Asuka winning? Um, okay. If Rousey wasn't in the match and they weren't going to set up Rousey and Asuka at WrestleMania, which isn't going to happen now, I don't think, I thought Nia Jax was going to win. But she was out. Fairly early on, right? Um, but I'm not surprised Oscar won since Rousey was in the match. As soon as Trish Stratus' music hit, I was like, "Okay, but Oscar's winning." Yeah, I mean, I got a little scared when it was her and the Bellas left, but I was like, "Yeah, Oscar's winning this match." She's gonna <laughs> win. So I, I think it it even solidified it more when Nakamura won. I was like, "Okay, yeah, they're both gonna win." Just so you can say, "Oh, two Japanese stars won the Rumble. They're both gonna be at WrestleMania." So yeah, I think Oscar deserved the win. She deserved this win for sure. Yeah, you know what is? Oh man, I really, um, I really had a. I mean, I love the fact that they had Japanese wrestlers winning. Not only that they have Japanese wrestlers winning, like they had two former NXT champion slash Japanese wrestlers winning. I thought that was amazing. Uh, I think there's, I think the main reason they're doing that is because of us. Not the main reason, but I think they're really trying to get that New Japan money now, um, like more than they ever have. Because New Japan's yeah. taking their money a little bit, you know? They took yeah. Chris Jericho, and they... So they took Jericho, and I think the WWE's kind of like, we need that New Japan money now. We need to get back. Like, we need to... I think Vince is starting to feel very... That competition again, which is why he's banking on the former New Japan stars. Um, 
That being said, that not notwithstanding the fact that they are also two of the best of the roster, so it's nothing against them. But um, it did really bother me that this guy, uh, this guy literally went, "Oh uh, yeah, that guy and his girlfriend won the Rumbles," and I thought that's this is exactly why Japanese stars have never been banked well uh, because apparently. If you're just both Japanese, then apparently you're both related or something like that. I don't know. Like, that was a real thing that someone in this bar said, and it bothered me a lot. Um, I'm not joking. I'm not joking at all. Uh, I know. It's really bad. Uh, But the point I'm making is uh, I I thought that was very – I thought that was amazing that they had the Japanese wrestlers win. It's just very strange. Uh, I think – actually, it's it's just – I think it's like a brave new world for everybody involved, you know? Uh, and we're just going to have to, you know, deal with that. Um, what are your thoughts on, so there's a lot of controversy that, that might, I'm not sure how, I'll edit that story out later if we need to. Um, how, what do you think about the, um, uh, excuse me. What do you, so what do you think about, so you, you, you mentioned if Ronda had come out, it had to be Oscar that won. If if Ronda didn't win, it had to be Oscar that came out. What do you think about the quote unquote, her stealing Oscar's thunder? You know what I mean? That really. It, it kind of it did bother me a little bit that she that they had Rousey come after come after the match was over. I was like, eh, I, I I think the pop would have even been bigger had Rousey been in the match. I think Rousey could have taken the spot of one of the the, the surprise entrants. Like, I don't think Jacqueline's was need needed, but I think Jacqueline she just, or she's going to be in the Hall of Fame soon. I think she already is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think they just wanted her there just to have a Hall of Famer. So maybe she could have taken Molly Holly's spot and moved everyone back. Trish come out at 29, the Bellas come out then, and then have Rousey come out 30. I think the pop would have been a lot better, but then it's like, how do you handle it? Right. Rousey and Asuka in the final two, Rousey wins. Or, you know, Asuka eliminating Rousey, then, you, then do you set up Rousey and Asuka? Or Stephanie getting pissed off that Rousey's there and costing her the match would have been good. Like, you know, and then you set up Rousey and then Rousey and Stephanie. I don't know what would have happened. But, I, yeah, I didn't really like her coming out after the match was over. Because that's supposed to be Oscar's moment. I didn't like, but I also didn't like, you know, Charlotte and Alexa getting into the ring. You know, they kind of stole the moment. Right, they yeah, you didn't have Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles doing that um, with Shinsuke. And and I also didn't like Shinsuke or them asking who he's going to face and Shinsuke saying, I'm going to face AJ Styles. I think everybody knew that, but I think they, that could have been built up a little more. I mean, I was under the impression going into the match that if you win, you get a championship match against your show's champion, not... Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the, that's the mentality. Yes, exactly. You don't want to, cause you know, you had the Chris Benoit, I mean, uh, sorry, I gotta delete that part. You have the, uh, 2003 Royal Rumble winner, um, whose name shall not be seven. No, it's Chris Benoit. I'm just joking. Um, so you have Chris Benoit win, um, and then him going to raw was a huge shocker. Right. And I think, yeah, by having Shinsuke being asked, who are you going to face, kind of, it kind of takes that away, you know, because that shocker, like, it hasn't been established in this new world of brand, uh, a brand split, how this works yet, right? So you could have easily just 
forgot, like, just forewent that whole... You could have had it happen again um, some point down the line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could, you know, yeah, all right. It happened in the old brand split, but is this the same rules? And, yeah, yeah they really kind of, like, blew, blew it uh, a little bit with this shot, like... Uh, they they blew a future storyline by having that you know that little like mishap they could have used for a future thing um so i completely 100% agree with the fact that i i didn't 100% like that either now do you think who do you think oscar is going to face off against that's the real question um I think she's going to go to SmackDown because I think they want. I think they should do Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania, or like Char, uh, Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania. I think one of those two should happen. So I think personally that she's going to go to SmackDown and face Charlotte because I think everybody would much rather see Oscar and Oscar and Charlotte. Oh yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. Um, I a hundred percent agree with that. I would love to see that. Reason why uh, my counterpoint to that though is then you'd have both Rumble winners main eventing the SmackDown show, and uh, part of me is like, do they want that? Do they need that? You know. Um, that being said, I would a hundred percent like to see Charlotte and Oscar go at it, and I think that just would. And uh, personally, you know, it would make SmackDown the more like the the most watchable of all the WWE shows at that point. I think even NXT would have would struggle to survive. Not survive. But if you had the constant threat of having Asuka versus Charlotte, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, championships on the line. You got Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn in the background. You got this rise of Baron Corbin. You got Dolph Ziggler who's doing... Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about Ziggler, but, you know, uh, my bad, Ziggler. Whatever. Um, you know... SmackDown would go on to be an amazing show. If Oscar did go to SmackDown, holy shit, it's over. Um, question is, which show does Ronda Rousey go to? Do you think she's going to stay on Raw, or does she go to SmackDown? I think I, I think they are going to go full in Rousey versus Stephanie or the mixed tag match, you know, Rousey and The Rock versus Triple H and Stephanie at WrestleMania. So I think she will be on Raw until WrestleMania. Then she might play like a John Cena role and say, yeah, I don't have I don't have a show. True. Or, she could go back whenever she wants. But yeah, I think I think for now she's gonna be on Raw. Just cool. because I think more people watch Raw. So I so I think they'll get her they want her to get as you know, as watched as possible. Yeah. Which is why I think Oscar would go to SmackDown. Yeah, you're right. I I hundred percent agree with that. Um and also it doesn't seem like Asuka's really Asuka's really kinda just in like uh, okay, so Asuka's beaten everybody on Raw. And I think it would also be amazing if, Raw, if Asuka does go to SmackDown. Like, if Asuka decides to go to SmackDown today, um, then what she could do is then she can reign dominance over the women of SmackDown on her way up to up to, up to to Charlotte, right? She could have a match, yeah. beat Becky Lynch. She could beat Naomi. She could beat the Riot Squad, you know, straight through. And then she takes off a good shot. As opposed to if she stays on Raw, then she's going to be doing the same thing she's been doing. She's going to be turning her wheels for, like, three months, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So, overall, final thoughts. What uh, what do you got to say about this? The whole pay-per-view. I, I'm excited for the Road to WrestleMania. I, it was a great pay-per-view, I think. It was a, it, it set the bar really high for 2018. Yes. So, I, I think they're going to have to do something big at WrestleMania. And I guess now you can call them the big five since Money and Bank is now both shows. Uh, they're going to have to do something big. I think they're going to have to do something really big at WrestleMania 
but I think Shinsuke, I think Nakamura Styles will do enough to just be on the same level as the Royal Rumble this year or top it. So it's going to be, it. I, I, I love the Royal Rumble. Like yeah. I said, they set the bar really high for the rest of the year. Yes, I agree. It's it's it's, and you know what? I I hope I hope this leads to a um, I hope this really is the first gunshot into like this new generation or the new era, because I hope this is the pay per view that like this is the road to WrestleMania. Where we're not relying so much on the old timers. You know, we had twenty five, we already had Raw twenty five. We got that shit out of the way. So now yeah. we don't have to worry so much about the Undertaker. We don't have to worry about Triple H. We don't have to worry about The Rock. You know, we can just move on and get Ed out of the way. You know, and we can, you know, if they can get that belt off of, you know, if they can get the belt off of Brock Lesnar at, uh, at, the, at WrestleMania, it's over. It's done. This is the new generation. Well, the new generation's already co-opted, but the new era. And this is, like, yeah, it's a brave new world that we live in now. Uh, not to mention the fact that we also had the first ever women's elimination chamber about to happen. So it's yep. like... Wow, like they really are going all in on everything, you know? Uh, they are, it seems like out of nowhere, this, like, it just seems like out of nowhere, they really are pushing to become a product worth watching every week as opposed to a product worth watching uh, whenever they announce who the surprise guest is going to be. Um, yeah. And it's quite exciting. Uh, I'm really excited for what WWE's going to do this year. And I think 2018's going to set set them up for for a lot in the future. I think so too. I think this is the. I think we're going to be. This is going to be, uh, like the be. This is the beginning of like at Raw 50. You know <laughs> when we're like and we're like at our 50s or something. Uh, we're going to be watching moments. And we're going to be like, oh, this was when this started, you know. Oh, this is the moment that this happened, you know. And it's, it's, this is, this is historic, I hope, in wrestling that we are able to look back upon and we can finally be like, oh, this, this product doesn't suck. This product doesn't suck anymore. Um, it will have its down points for sure because wrestling is bad sometimes. But I hope we are able to look at it as a, you know, like wrestling is starting to be good again. And, uh, that's it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I guess that's it. We uh, went a little long. I mean, not long. I don't mind. You know, I don't mind talking to you about anything, Caleb. You're always good to be fun to talk to. Uh, I'm just thinking, man. I hope we were able to keep everybody's attention for this whole time. Uh, but I think we did because this rumble. If you like, look, guys at home. If you like this rumble as much as we did, hopefully, you know, you're also having similar thoughts. Hopefully, you have a lot of opinions on it as well. Um, this is definitely one of those. This is definitely, I feel like, in a long time, the first pay per view really talking this much for five for six matches. This pay per view is the first to talk about. That feels like it has impact in the longest time, you know. And I'm very yep. excited about yep. it. Um, all right, cool. Let's. But that basically said, we did go long, so let's uh, start wrapping up. Caleb, you want to give these guys any information uh, so that way uh, they can follow you and keep up on what you're doing? Yeah, uh, follow me on Twitter uh, at underscore Caleb Bailey. All right, cool. Do you have any, uh, you know, are you working on any, uh, any, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, articles or anything like that? Do you write for any publications? Um, yeah, um, I work, uh, I do some writing for Lifestyle Sports 101. All right. It's a small little company one of my friends started, and he asked me to start writing for him, so Lifestyle Sports 101. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, guys, take a look at that. 
Uh, definitely, you know, give Caleb a follow. He's very interesting. He's also just one of the nicest guys in the world. Um, and you can catch me uh, on Twitter as well at under at, at, at sorry at the worst boy uh, with an I at the end. And you can follow us at Vid Vault Podcast. Uh, and yeah, guys, it's been good time to you. And uh, also, guys, you know, Josh is on his honeymoon, so why don't you go harass him on Twitter? Uh, that is at JB's World. Uh, wait, hang on. I got this one. Uh, JB's World uh, two, 3286. Once again, that is at JB's World 3286. Guys, thank you for listening. This has been the Royal Rumble, and you've been listening to the Video Vault. Uh, don't forget to lock up, especially when you're thrown over the top rope. Good night, ladies and gentlemen.